Welcome to the Geeks at the Gates. I am so sorry we've been away for so long. Um, it's the fault of time, basically. Um, well, time and technology, a little bit, actually. Um, we haven't been able to get three of us in a room to record a podcast um, since the last one we did, looking back over Thought Bubble. Now, filling the gap in the meantime were supposed to be some conversations with our New Zealand geek, um, a guy called Jason Bryce, um, who is kind of the, one of the major reasons you're listening to me now, uh, because it was Jason who ran the Silver Bullet comic books website, which became Comics Bulletin, which um, got me started writing about comics, which got me meeting people who make comics, which led me to obsess about comics into my 30s instead of stopping reading them and getting a proper job. Um, and because of all of that, I bought a comic shop and started a podcast. And honestly, quite a lot of this is Jason's fault. Um, so I've recorded a series of conversations with Jason um, over Skype. Obviously, he's in New Zealand. Um, and um, they didn't work, basically. Uh, something went horribly wrong with the files. They all got corrupted. I don't have the audio. I couldn't do anything with it. Uh, my tech guy is currently trying to sort that out for me, which is nice. Um, so, sorry I've been away. Uh, that shouldn't happen again. Uh, today is Friday. Uh, if you're listening to it on the day it drops, I think, realistically, Friday is going to be the day that the podcast drops because Thursday seems to be the day we can actually get together and record. So, um, you know, allowing for editing time, Friday seems like a reasonable time to drop it. Uh, so, your geeks this week are me, Reggie Rigby. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Good grief. You know who I am. And if you don't, you can look back over previous episodes or not even care because why does it matter? Um, Mr. Matt Yeo, who is a, uh, a Kids comic uh, publisher, well, kids book publisher, indeed, um, and an old school comics fan. And Mr. Jack Sinclair, former comic book retailer, philosopher, young man about town, uh, and the awesome hat, uh, who is uh, an educator, an artist, and I've said this before, she got cross with me, but I'm going to say it again, uh, just a bundle of creative energy and enthusiasm. Um, so that was us. Uh, and in the absence of major news, uh, we sat down to have a bit of a chat about stuff we'd like to recommend. Um, you will hear the set of the spoiler horn, um, because we haven't gone crazy with spoilers, but there are some for the various things we talk about. Um, we also discussed Season 2 of Stranger Things briefly at the beginning, because <laughs> Season 2 of Stranger Things, have you seen it? It's amazing! Uh, so... You've listened to listened to me waffle on quite enough. Uh, there's going to be a little bit of an advert um, because we are still sponsored by Destination Venus. In fact, you know what? I'm not going to drop the ad. I'm just going to tell you. Um, this episode of The Geeks at the Gates is, as ever, brought to you by Destination Venus, the big little comic shop in Harrogate's Westminster Arcade. Uh, we're called Destination Venus. Well, actually, we're called Destination Venus because we're named after a song by the Rosillos, which the original owner of this place loved. Um... I keep the name, partly because, why, why would I change it? Uh, what would I change it to, in fact? Uh, but also, because Venus is the goddess of love, and we love comics. Whatever you want, we've either got it, or we'll get it. 
so find us on the web at www.destinationvenus.co.uk but don't at the moment because the website is down working on that it's been down for a fortnight now it's costing me money that won't last um find us on facebook um destination venus comics on facebook or at dv comic shop on twitter uh, or email us at info at destinationvenus.co.uk all of that works um just buy some comics comics are awesome you should do that um so a quick set quick blast of the spoiler horn and then we'll get into it spoilers spoilers well, then you don't have to worry about it. But you must know that Bendis has moved to DC. I do know that Bendis has moved to DC. That's massive news. That is Isn't big. It? And like, talking, out of the blue. Yeah, like, totally. Like, DC are talking thing. to Hickman no. as well. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah I read that, yeah. Um, but Bendis is, you know, you, you, you cut him and he bleeds Marvel. I mean, he's, he's Marvel through and through, isn't he? So Bendis for him is, to go, it's like Joe Cassada going. Bendis has always been yeah. Marvel. Yeah. It is, isn't it? And I'm genuinely gutted, because what it does mean... I have notes again, because I just don't have a memory. He's not going to be writing Jessica Jones anymore. Which, yeah. So Jessica Jones, as soon Jessica Jones will be dead to me when he leaves. And because I'm not yeah. interested in anybody else writing well, Jessica Jones. Well, unless he turns around and says, do you know what? I'm going to recommend this person carries on telling Jessica Jones. So, so if it's somebody that he picks, would you would that would you go for that? Potentially. I mean, I'll, I'll give whoever it is a go. Yeah. Because I'm not completely unreasonable. I feel like I really need to read Jessica Jones because I've only even watched it. It's very, very good. It's good. I, yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it those, it's on my list of is things she... I must read at some point in my life. <laughs> yeah. the, the last, <laughs> not the current <laughs> issue. And I'm, I'm so, very like, I'm oh, I'll pick up the trades. I'm sold out just for this. Good luck. Um, oh, but the, 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 not the current issue, which I haven't read yet, but the last issue, the way it ended was, mm. was like, I, I very rarely audibly gasp yeah. at a reveal at the end of a comic, but it it's was very good. just horrific. Oh wow! It's yeah. the most horrifying thing. Yeah. The worst thing that could possibly have happened. Yeah. Okay. Didn't see it coming. Should have. See, I love when that happens though. I love it when they, you don't see it coming. I think it's. Is, is it one of those where like you should have seen it coming because it was obvious it was coming, or is it when, it's only obvious when it happens? Thing? Well, it's because they're always better. It's it's Kilgrave, and so we should have known that he He's wouldn't. Back. We should have known that he would know how to get to Jessica. We should have of known course. that he would know that. And, you, and, and you've seen him so many times, you kind of know the way he works. You yeah, think by yeah. now it'd be hard to of, be surprised of by all the things, something that he of does. Of all the things he was going to do, that should have been the thing. We should have, he's going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But he didn't. But didn't, didn't see it coming. We, that, was the one, that was the one thing I actually thought. That, see, that's good storytelling, though, if you yeah, don't see it coming. It's, it's the one thing that I thought Jessica had protected against. Because she's got all sorts of, co you know, all sorts of arrangements yeah, with. Because yeah. you know, in the comics, she's married to Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, she's got. You've got the Avengers on speed dial. And, yeah, she's you got know, code shield. words with everybody she knows yeah. so that she can check and yeah. make sure they're not being controlled. Yeah. And, you know, because you know, she, she, she rings up Luke Cage and says, I need you to say it. I love you. No, I need you to <laughs> the say other it. Thing. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, oh. And it's. Brilliant. Um, yeah, no, it's brilliant. So I can't, very good. I can't wait to read the, yeah, yeah. the latest. And, yeah, I'm going to really miss Bendis on that. You see, this is it, isn't it? When, like, big, like, when writers leave and, like, like Batwoman. When all the writers yeah, quit, that yeah. was such a mess. And I just sat there and I looked at that last issue, going, "But my story's not finished." Hmm. And it's like, hmm. "My story's not finished." And they and, and they I took their heels it. in. And I didn't read it until this new arc. I didn't yeah, read it. I went, "No, yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm walking." But DC should have done the decent thing at the time. They should have bowed to that kind of and peer then, pressure. Do the and right then started thing. Started it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you should. Have, they should have rebooted I think it. Later yeah. as a there's no thing. excuse for not finishing a story. No. Yeah. 
there's just no excuse. If if you're the contract you make with your readers, if you're if you're a serialized book, yeah, like all of, all of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the contract you make is that if you start a story, you'll finish it. Yeah, totally. Well, can you tell that to Neil Gaiman because I've been waiting <laughs> how many years for Miracle Man to get finished? I mean, it's it's fifteen years, maybe longer. It's and Marvel started it up again. And now it's, it's been stopped for like the last couple of years. It's like, where's the next Mate, issue? How difficult is I, it to get it out the door? I, I will have that discussion with Neil next time I speak to him. Oh, good. I hope, <laughs> I hope you do. Actually, from, a, from, a, from your business point of view, it, it, this Bendis thing is going to change a lot of things because there's a lot of titles that I, I'm probably going to drop because he's no longer writing them. Unless someone good comes in, I because a lot a lot of the stuff I follow is is his writing, so I, so I will follow him to DC and I pick mean, up what if, he does there. If but... they replace him with Neil Gaiman, Alan Moore, and Grant Morrison, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, but they're not going to. No, do no, it. there are, but there are still competent writers there that, could, writers that could pick it up. These and... actually could be. I mean, Bendis. I still think of Bendis as quite a new writer, but you know he's been around for twenty oh, God, yeah. odd years now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's time. Maybe this is the opportunity for somebody. Well, so, to, some bodies. I mean, the to, thing is, he writes because he writes so many Marvel titles. I, I was, it's such a big chunk. Yeah, you've got to find writers, good writers for all those titles. But we know that's they a, exist. I mean, there are good writers oh, yeah, out there. There are, there are yeah. good writers out there. We just need to find them and mm. hope that Marvel. <laughs> Marvel's got a real problem now. Ian and I were talking about this yesterday, and we're just saying that. Um, what are Marvel up to at the moment? They've just really... I think they've really shot themselves in the foot. Repeatedly. And it, uh, yeah, and there's a lot of readers <laughs> who are just... So they're ways. just walking away. Yeah. Secret, Secret Empire was a massive mistake. Uh, it was. Oh, it was and terrible. It, well, but, it, but it could have been... It was obviously planned before the election result. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if Hillary had won, Secret Empire would have worked, yeah. I think. Yeah. Because people would have been like, yeah, oh, like, God, yeah. That will never happen We dodged that country. bullet. Yeah. Imagine America yeah. being taken over by fascists. Yeah. But... Unfortunately, unfortunately, Hillary only won by three million votes, and therefore somehow Trump is president. And <laughs> and nobody wants to read that book now. Nobody no. wants because it, it's too close to home, Trump, isn't yeah, it? It's the Trump too supporters, real. the Trump supporters, just saw it as an attack on Trump. Yeah. And the same people were just like, I don't want to so read. Bad, I don't want to read a story. I don't want to read a story yeah. about America taste. being taken yeah. over by yeah, fascists. Yeah. Because. That's on the news. Yeah, yeah. You read your comics for your escapism uh-huh. to get away from the news, don't you? And so, Too close to home. Yeah, that, so Secret Empire was a horrible misstep, and I think they know that. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it, it's pretty telling that the latest Captain America... It's very good, actually. Is, I Have loved you read it? it? Yeah, I loved it. I read it, I read it because it's the, you know, the, the, the reboot yeah. Captain America... <laughs> Steve Rogers is back. But it's also the, the, the Daredevil teams. It's Chris, it's Chris Samley and Mark Wade. It's Chris Samley and, and Mark Wade. it's really good. It's just... But, I mean, it's, it's, it's literally... I think there's a, he doesn't actually... There isn't a line in it where he actually says, I punch Nazis again. <laughs> but he does spend most of the book punching Nazis. Amazing. He's just, he's just punching... You see, that's one of the things that, like, with the America book, like, because I read America because, like, Gabby Rodriguez was writing it, and I was like, yeah, okay. No, are we about... Oh, God, I'm just... Anyway, I was like, yeah, so I'm gonna read it because you're writing it, and I love your writing, and I've read like your long form essays, and I actually appreciate you as a writer generally, and you've got a novel out, and people love it, so I'll read the book, and then I was like, oh, amazing, Joking Owens is on this book, and I love your art style, and like all that kind of stuff, and they got some great artists who got this, and I was like, yes, I'm gonna read that book, and the like the first well, within the first issue, she'd gone back in time and punched, punched Hitler. Hitler in the face, and I was like. 
This is a and when she was, <laughs> and when she and she was called on it, yeah, and she went. Yeah. Excuse me, Peggy's just, just going. You can't do that. You're messing with history. And I'm like, Peggy, no, let her do it. Peggy, just let her get on with it. Come on. Excuse me, I just pushed Hitler. How is this a problem? Yeah, right. Jeez, Peggy. Yeah, that was fun. Stop waiting for your boyfriend to get here and just let me get on with it. You know, it was just very much that feel, and I was like, yes. But I do this Marvel thing is, is for me it's a bit of a double-edged sword because you've got. At the moment, in, in the Marvel titles, you've got this incredible diversity where you're getting male characters now, female characters. You're getting uh, different kind, different sort of uh, ethnic spins on, on on superheroes, and and that's all brilliant. So, in a way, you don't want Marvel to go back to the previous status quo. Yeah. But how do you how do you kind of hold on hold on to the past, the kind of classic stuff, but also keep moving into the into the in moving forward into the future? I think it's, they've got a tricky they, road ahead of well, them. And they've, they've got this continuity thing that somehow, even though DC's been running longer than Marvel, yeah. DC doesn't seem to have fallen into this trap. But you can't move at Marvel for continuity. No. And you can't, move, you can't, you can't do anything new at Marvel without running foul of something that somebody did in 1974. Yeah. And that's a big problem that's because DC just have a crisis every couple of years and yep. reset it all yeah, and reboot yeah. it and... yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean Rebirth is, is I think the gold standard for reboots now yeah because it did it, it did it absolutely perfectly because it didn't bother yes, but it, it just kind of see all this stuff that everybody hates didn't happen <laughs> see all this stuff that we changed that people do like it's tame that uh, it's, it's just like kind of so they they just went yeah actually who gives a shit about canon we're just going to take the bits that we like and keep it yeah. and do you know what it's their property they can do that if they want yeah, do you know they, what I mean I think a lot of people I don't know like I, I, they can but readers readers kind of uh... there was a lot of eye rolling I remember this I remember Twitter being a fire with the eye rolling as it tends to be which you know it's fair enough like readers you, your readers are your market you're, they are paying you to keep running like yeah. without them you have nothing yeah, yeah. so I get when they get irritated by stuff that's fair enough and they'll vote like, with their wallets they'll go <laughs> right, elsewhere they will totally which you know is why now I read so much big two and now I read like what three books that's it I don't I yeah. read like very really? little what do, American, what do you read loads of indies instead like, Boombox gets most of my cash these days I think really but yeah and I, I mean I used to I, this is the thing good. They are really good, yeah. but the thing is, I picked this. I went. Uh, I was after a long box the other day. I ended up picking them up for my friend, and I was just like, right, I'm going to consolidate all my comics from around the house and try and like be a tidy human being and put these things away. And I have over half a box of Marvel and DC titles from when I was collecting them. Yeah. And then the rest of it is all stuff, indies. It's all indies. And you just sit <clears> there and go, well, it, what happened that I walked away from that? Like, I just, I think I just got, I just got sick of it. I was like, yeah, okay. That's nice. You've rebooted it again. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. But it seems You've like such a new an character e- again. Oh, that's nice. You've killed off Mary Jane again. It's an easy thing to do, again. isn't it? It's <laughs> like every few. Oh, let's just. Uh, uh, we need. To, we need to bring in the youth. We need to bring in the young readers. Quick, reboot Change it all. It. Make yeah. it accessible because um, these readers don't like history. Now, when I started reading comic books, I mean, and we're going back to we're going back. <clears throat> did they years. have? Did they have paper then? They were, it was all on <laughs> big stone, stone like chiseled, chiseled away. <laughs> no, but I mean, I used to go to my local news agent and and comics, American comics, were on a spinner rack. Which is that's how that's how long ago it was in a British news agent, and every time I went in with, with my pocket money, you never get consecutive issues of anything. God no. But what was great? This was, is my, we're, we're roughly the same age, aren't we? But you got exposed to so Boy. many different characters. You know, I was picking up stuff from Charlton and DC and Marvel. And it's fascinating wow. because, because right, okay, I was saying this the other day. I only had those like um, big plasticky ones that you, because I, I, you could get from the news agent 
yeah. that's like next to that Greek restaurant now. You know, at the top of J. Oh, no. uh, yeah, that yeah. one. That's the only yeah. news agent where you could get like you get X Men, you could get Spider Man, yeah. you could Daredevil, and that was it. Yeah. Like that, or the guys in the station. Yeah. It was all you could pick up in the big plasticky type hardbacky yeah. ones. And the only time I ever saw anything, and I think I still have it somewhere, I have a Nick Fury, Agent of Shield, uh, American comic that I found in like the works <laughs> yeah. in some mm. 1990 God knows, and they had like a rack <laughs> of like six comics, and that yeah. was it. And I was like, oh, this one's Marvel. I'll read this. And I was just like, and I have no reference, frame of reference to this story at all, because there was mm. one issue of it, and that's it, I read it, and I was like, oh, well, that was interesting. But what's, cool, but what's cool is, <laughs> so where, where, the point that I came into comics, and the point that you came into Pizza America, was the point that you go into comics, there was already decades of history before yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so to kind of protect, because for me, whatever I kind of get into, I, I love it, because you're, you're, you're opening up this, this like Pandora's box, aren't you? and there's, you discover this whole world that you yeah. didn't know anything about, so you start... You start diving into it, and you can go as deep as you want. So, t- with DC, to kind of reboot stuff and pretend the past didn't happen. I mean, especially with DC, because a lot of their popular characters are, are, are legacy characters. So, so you know, there's the yeah, Flash, yeah. and there's Kid Flash. It's kind of, you know, there's like the Earth 2 Flash. And it's this mantle that's passed down through the generations. So, to just wipe the slate clean, I don't know. I have problems with it. But I think they're doing a good job with Rebirth. I didn't like 52. How many Robins but... are there at this point? Three. Um, you like I should know this. Still, or, still, still having some connection with the bat, or just Dick separate? Grayson, Jason okay. Todd. Dick Grayson is now Nightwing. Jason Todd is now the Red Hood. Um, it's, it's mad. Tim, Tim Drake. Drake is Red Robin. Yeah, and um, Damien, Batman's son. Damien Wayne is. Um, he's Robin. Batman's son. He's he's the official Robin now. Yeah. Stephanie Brown. This is it? Legacy, was... isn't it? And they just have people. Yeah. Yeah. Stephanie, yeah. Stephanie Brown. But that's was, cool. That's great. That's... Who is currently the spoiler? Did a, did a wee stint as Batgirl. Um, oh. um, has been Robin, briefly. And she's still around. Yeah. Um, so there's been a bunch. But when and of course there's Carrie Kelly in... Uh, yeah, in the future. In the future. But when they so when they did the new 52 and they Bad. rebooted it, it's and they said, mad. right, the heroes have been around for about a year or a couple of years. And it's like, well, how, how have there been four Robin... How has Dick Grayson gone from being a boy that's adopted at the circus by Bruce Wayne to growing up, becoming Nightwing, and three other or four other Robins have come in in that time? It, it didn't make sense. It was really silly. So now, of course, they've said, well, actually, a load of time was stolen by Dr. Manhattan, mm-hmm. and it's this whole doomsday clock story that's coming oh, okay. up, and, which I am I am looking forward to. I'm looking forward to that. I am. But I, think, well, I always like... I, I met Danny O'Neill... In, in the 90s he wow. came to UCAC I say I met him I mean he was on one side of the table I was on the other but, he was at one urinal you stood in there but we were talking place. to each other a conversation took place um, and his Denny O'Neill's view always he said um, after after year one and Dark Knight Returns came in as far as he was concerned uh, wh- whatever the current issue of Batman was that yeah. was the present yeah year one was always ten years ago and Dark Knight Returns is always ten years ago so Batman's got a 20 year career yeah, yeah. it's got a beginning and end and we're always in the middle of it yeah um, I do, yeah I, I, this is the one thing with like in the comics I kind of sit there and go well he doesn't have to but it's comic like, time. It's like it's like London tube time when they say when they say the next train is two minutes away. <laughs> so it's it's, it's TFL time, so it's like five to ten minutes. And all, you know, you pick a character like Spider Man, who who was you know he was in high 60s. school for decades. Exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. It, was, it was the sixties, yeah. and now he was at high school 
10 years ago? 15? Yeah. I like that. I like the way you see, I, I, I prefer that to the way they've done it with Judge Dredd. Because when Judge Dredd started in 1977, 79, whenever Tooth started, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a young man. Yeah. He was a, you know, a senior judge, mm. but he was still, you know, yeah. in his, maybe, maybe in his 30s, you know, he wasn't. Yeah. And, and they've aged him in real time. Yeah. Tooth's been going 40 years now, which makes him 70. And they've been doing isn't the... He, isn't he a clone now or something, didn't they? Oh, no, that, that Rico didn't stick. They've done the. They've done the. They've been doing the. Dreads the. That was Dreads the an only old other man. comic you could get. Actually, that was the comic you could get. You could get Judge Dredd, or you could get these plastic yeah. marbles, yeah. and that's it. I mean, yeah. they were. They were doing. I didn't the, want to read Judge Dredd. They were doing the Judge Dredd's an old man thing when I first started reading Judge Dredd in like yeah. '87. So. <laughs> Sorry, for a moment there, I felt young. It's a rare. rare you thing. are young, Hack. No, Compared so to not. us, you are. You are. It just makes me laugh. A lot younger. Oh dear. No, uh, uh, Judge Dredd, I, I, I never really thought about it, and then they brought out that Sylvester Stallone. Ah, that'll movie. be Jack. Yeah. And then, and then you wish you hadn't And then I didn't about watch it, it and I'm uh, really glad, but Dredd, oh, good. the new one, yeah. I really enjoyed. It's very good. Carl Urban, very good as Dread. The, the look of it, the, the feel of it. The cinematography, I loved it. It's very it's good. Really I mean, they, good. they keep talking that they keep saying Netflix are going to do a Dread series. Really? And Carl Urban has said, when you when you're ready, when you need me, I'll come and do it. Oh, that's and you'd think it would sit on Netflix really well. It would just be such yeah, a great so. show. They've got the money. They're putting a lot of cash into new content and you know new ideas and new TV shows. They yeah, do and they've done. I mean, I actually like. I'm, I like Jessica Jones of their Marvel set, and I like Luke Cage. I think yeah. that's really yeah, good series. Good, yeah. I don't like the other two, but you don't like so. Daredevil. Oh, I'm not really interested. I, that sounds awful. Iron Fist. We did a podcast about it, and so I just tore it to shreds. But oh, I really like Daredevil. Yeah. Like Iron Fist. I just I dislike massively. I just he's just a. I mean, he's meant to be an idiot, isn't he? That's the whole point. Yeah. He just he doesn't know what he's is doing. Is it the costume? Like, no, I just huh? don't really... I just don't know. I don't like the character. I'm not interested. I have to be interested. I, Luke Cage, that's, that's for enough. me, yeah. like, I love the Luke Cage yeah. series. I love the music. I love the yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. Everything about it works for me. It's very good. Hello, everyone. So sorry. I apologize. A thousand apologies. How's your wagon, mamas? It was nice, but I burnt my mouth. Where is it? I thought you were going to take away. Bring it here. It was painful because obviously you can track people, can't you, on the Deliveroo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you couldn't find our street. You just kept oh, going no. in circles. It was like. Come Sometimes on. when you track them and you're like, "Why have you gone there? That's the opposite side of town." Yeah. And you're like, seriously, who are you? Mine's gonna be cold. Well, you look out the window. You see it. the bike going by, and you're like, "Yeah." No, but that's my that's my food. Come back. <laughs> yeah, he went to a neighbour's first. He was like, "No, me. Oh. I'm stood in the doorway. Come oh, on." God. Yeah. How you doing? You alright? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, well, good to see you, mate. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while, hasn't it, since we've done a, one yeah, of these yeah, podcasts? Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a bit. Oh God, the speakers are on. The messages. Ticking time bomb. The ghost of the arcade is trying to communicate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he never turns those speakers uh, off. So, just mention Ian, Ian quickly. What about, you know, do you know about Ian and his little job? Yeah, the Star Wars. Cars. Oh, yeah, actually, tell you what, shall we get started and we'll, we'll bring that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's do uh, what so we yeah. to do here. Uh, let's get started um, and, and let's talk about Ian for a minute because this is really cool. Um, well, you started. Well, no, it is. It is really cool. Uh, I, I was I was messaging Ian the other day about some artwork. He was he's drawn a fantastic uh, picture of Han Solo for my for my sister for her birthday. Original bit of artwork, which looks looks incredible. And he said to me, "Oh, oh, I, you know, I, I've got to finish the, the artwork off because I've got this job for Tops." And I was like, "Wait, Tops? Tops, the trading card company? Tops?" He was like, "Yeah, yeah." So I came in and had a chat with him. And he said, "Yeah, I just." He said, "A friend of mine who's an artist um, is doing some uh, some some uh, bits of artwork, some some like uh, sketch cards, sketch cards for them. Yeah, sketch cards." 
And he said, so, so he's put my name forward, give me some contact details. So Ian got in touch with Tops on a Saturday. He said on the Sunday, out of the blue, they came back to him and said, yeah, great, let's get you doing some artwork. So they've actually sent him a bunch of blank, actual size Star Wars <laughs> trading cards. And he's started... And they look, they look great. They look amazing. The stuff he's done. So it's all got, headshots of different he had it, characters. He had it in... Uh, he was, he was, cause, you know, I mean, I don't know what I pay him for. He just sits at my counter and does art. <laughs> um, but he was doing it um, He was doing it on Wednesday, and they just looked at business. They looked so good. But the rules are they're also really strict. It's like, because it's Star Wars, so every single card he does has to be reviewed by somebody from of Lucasfilm. Of course, yeah. Um, wow. yeah. But that also has the interesting side effect that someone at Lucasfilm is looking at his art. Mm. Which, which you never know. Um, you never that know. could lead you to. You never know. Yeah. And he gets, I think it's five. For every 50 cards he does for tops, yeah. they give him five for him to do for himself. Uh, but even they have to go back to be reviewed by Lucasfilm. And if you... if when Lucasfilm have seen them and approved them, they send them his five back. He can't touch them then. He can't can't touch anything up, can't change a line, yeah. can't he can do anything. He can sell them. He can sell them. If he wants. But he can't alter them. And if he does and gets caught, that'll be the last work he ever does yeah. for Lucasfilm. But on the, po- on the yeah. positive side... They, they, he... they protect their copyrights so hard. But those cards get randomly inserted into the next series of Star Wars trading cards. So if you're lucky, you might find an original sketch card in there, which is cool. And he can now pitch himself as... An official say, it now goes Star on his. Wars. It now goes on his CV. Oh, awesome. Who knows? Who it's knows it's well deserved. I mean, Ian's, it's brilliant. Ian's yeah. bloody awesome. And yeah. it's, it's you know, since he started drawing again, his his art has just. Yeah. I mean, it was good when he started, but it's very it's good, amazing, very good. So well done, yes. well done, Ian. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. So so yes, congratulations to Ian, and that's one of the reasons why he isn't here. Um, because <laughs> get back to work, Ian. He's 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 bent over his drawing board, drawing little little two and a half by three inch pictures of Star Wars. I can't characters. believe they're that small. It's his dream job. You think that they do it big and then yeah. just shrink it yeah. down? Yeah. No, but no, but, yeah. but you're getting you're, you're, you're getting an in... actual sketch. Of course, yeah. of course, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you get the, when you buy when it comes in your pack of cards, you're not getting a print of a sketch. You're getting the sketch. Yeah. The actual, yeah. The actual, original so artwork. Cool. That's size. why you know that's why they're they're a drawer is because each one's unique. It's... it's amazing, amazing. So well, yeah, well done. Very cool. So yeah, I, I, I couldn't be gig. I couldn't be more pleased for. Him. Yeah. And speaking of things, I couldn't be more pleased about. We're going to be t- we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff tonight. Um, it's our it's one of our re- it's one of our recommendations episodes. It's the first recommendations episode we've ever done. <laughs> um, but before we get to that, I'm going to sound the spoiler horn. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. And. Um, Guys, have you finished watching Stranger Things? Yes. Yes. Yeah, thank God for that. <laughs> finished it just for this podcast. How good. Very so good. good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. And and I, I just sort of thought, I read I read a few headlines of reviews before I started watching the show. I didn't read any of the reviews. And it was all very positive and, and this, this, is, this is great. I'm really looking forward to it. And then a day or two before I started watching the new series, I saw a few negative headlines of people. It was just kind of saying... It's not as good as it thinks it is. It just repeats a lot of stuff from the first series. And I thought, oh, okay, well, I'll give it a go. But bang, episode one, you're straight back in that world. It's mm. almost as if no time has passed, even though it's been it, was it a year yeah. it's passed since the last series. And how good was it to see all those characters again? So, yeah. It, really, really good. And I, um, yeah. I, I, I just love that whole, the whole thing. Like, all the design of it is so beautifully, brilliantly 80s. And I mm, love yeah. that about it. Yeah. Like, they just go absolutely hard for that brilliant <laughs> neon arcade thing right at the beginning and you're just sitting there going 
Yeah. It's it is yeah. just yeah. The, yeah. An, absolutely. I, yes. You're just grinning your whole way yeah. through. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how you feel about that. Which we hated. Like we're like, no, never go back but to that. I was. Like, yes, it was ten years of your life. You're never going to get. Back. I was. I was. If I'm honest, I was probably Dustin. Um, <laughs> He's my favorite. It, I'm sorry, he is. He's the he's heart great. of that damn show. He's my <laughs> love. Dustin. He's my favorite so too. much. But you know, I was the. I was. Oh, I was. I was the the least cool of the geeky kids. And I think that's probably Dustin. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, yeah. So I was the one, like, my mates got girlfriends. I didn't get a girlfriend. I was Dustin at the prom. Except oh. except the cool older girl didn't dance with me. <laughs> oh, Reg. <laughs> I know. God, my, 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 my story of the 80s is just one to long. To be honest, I think happens. I was Dustin at the prom as well, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Did the cool older girl come and dance with you? I, I don't know. I don't remember. Probably. Actually, probably. Actually, I'm thinking, sorry. You've tried to blank it from your memory. It's actually, thinking, thinking about it, I didn't go to my... First of all, we didn't call it a prom in those days. Uh, not in this country, because we're not American. Beaver's Ball. And I didn't go to mine. I had a ticket... And I gave it to the least popular girl in the class on the day of the the, the thing, because I just thought, no, I really, I don't want to go. But you and the least popular girl go. in the class could have could have kind of you know got together. You're and... kidding? She was the least popular girl in the class. <laughs> <laughs> but at that age, could but you afford was... to be fussy, Ridge? <laughs> yeah, I once been fussy, Matt. That's my problem. Um, but no, and I, so many one-liners. I've been, I've been all week. I've been doing Dustin's son of a bitch. No help whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dustin was a, was obviously a, a fan favorite from the first series, but yeah. I think he, he just really came to the front. I think in this, this series, this episode is... episode five, sorry, episode five for me, where it was the Dustin and Steve show. I mean, oh just, yes, like, they should get their own spin-off I series. Love yes, Steve. I'd watch that. Steve's I was early. unprepared for my love of Steve. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was so I was just like I hate that guy. The whole first series, I was yeah. like, I hate. It, but, he, you. but he was the guy you love to hate, and in this yeah. series, I love him. He's, he's the best babysitter in the world. You, like, you love him. He's great. Yeah. And that mentor role he's kind of taken on with Dustin, which yeah. you, you wouldn't have seen coming, but it works really well. And it, then it got to a point towards the the end of the series, and I thought to myself, they're going to kill Steve off. Mm. He, mm. Steve's gonna yeah. die, and it was like, no, 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 no. We, we've just started to like him. You can't, you can't get yeah. rid. It's the sort of thing they do. And instead, they kill Bob. Poor Bob. Oh, Bob! I was just, I was absolutely right. Bob, again, another person. The thing that they do so well is, you've got this character who you are set up to dislike. It's like this guy is a loser. He is the kids hate him. Everyone just thinks he's this massive nerdy weird guy no one's interested then bob gets to save the day yeah. and you are rooting for him to get out yeah. of that building yeah. and you know it's not going to happen yeah. you know it like you just know and then it hurts so much more when yeah. he gets killed you're yeah. like i wanted to dislike you but actually you're just a good guy yeah that's yeah. so sad it was, it was he was beautifully done i thought yeah. hopper was great this season yeah oh, yeah. It's very good yeah uh, i like the way he's like steve his character has grown Mm. Yeah. Again, as with Steve, I thought he, was, he, was, he might die. Yeah. yeah. Because I just because I think at some point one of the major characters will die. Yeah. It's kind of it's gonna have happen, isn't it? You feel like it's gonna happen. That's this yeah. narrative arc of every series ever is that one of your major characters will dies they off. all make it through? I'd be very surprised in season yeah. three. Yeah, I I we'll see. I would worry for Will. 
But they're not going to kill Will because that's too obvious. The kid doesn't get a break. I mean, I hope in season three they just lay off him and just. <laughs> yeah. I the think the focus is on someone else for a change. I think honestly. But, but what will we do without his mom and her amazing arts and craft skills of interpreting Will? <laughs> like that that woman, oh, Winona Ryder is amazing. Like she's just amazing, and she the way amazing. she does that whole manic mother trying to deal with her son situation is phenomenal yeah. acting. Like she is just yeah. out of this world. When, when Winona Ryder does crazy incredibly well she I'm, really I'm never entirely sure she's acting yeah. to be fair <laughs> uh, I, I, I still occasionally go back and watch um, her at the Emmys <laughs> last year because of that yeah. I don't know how much she'd had she to is a bit crazy at kind of public sort of, uh, uh, yeah. kind of promotion but she is, a, she is a phenomenal actor and Joyce is just I love Joyce just brilliant I love her there you know with the piece of paper on the TV like, you know, and thus begins this next yeah. great craft project of turning a house into... Yeah. It was the lights in season one, that yeah. was the paper. I love it. Macrame next, I <laughs> knitting something in season three, I don't I just know. Lo- I do, I, I love that about her, she's just great. Do you know what I liked about this season? Well, in fact, I, yeah, it's mainly this season, but I was always expecting to wait for like, oh, well, they're the bad guy, or they're the bad guy. Yeah. Everyone was the good guy. You thought the scientist Except Billy. Oh, I hate him so but much. Now, yeah, oh, I hated God, Billy I hate until that final episode where you see how his dad is with him. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, I get it. No, no, no. Yeah, suddenly, you... yes, suddenly I know why you are you. Yeah. yeah. And it's like... No, you hated Billy until the moment where he knocked on... Oh, <laughs> and it was again that would, but that was like a, something from an 80s movie because yeah. yeah. that's exactly the sort of thing that would happen in an 80s movie yeah. just very funny but I like, very I, funny I, I yeah. like all the kind of fan theories about Billy about him and Steve yeah, yeah I'm not cause... keen I'm absolutely not keen because it's that whole thing of I'm like, not seeing that and, and actually yes I'm sorry. not keen about it because it's taking that whole thing of like oh he's only abusive because he's gay and do you know what Gay people can be perfectly well-rounded human beings. Yeah. You know? And I just really. don't like that they would push in that direction. And it's like, uh, okay, so maybe, like, I don't know, he looks so much like, ah, uh, what is the actor's name? Um, Rob Lowe. Yeah, yeah, exactly like <laughs> Rob Lowe. Yeah, they have yeah, basically recreated so. Rob Lowe yeah. for him to be that character, to be that, that asshole guy. And I'm like, please do not do that with him. Don't yeah. make yeah, him don't, Yeah, don't, don't make the it's asshole just, gay. Yeah, it's just yeah, not no, fair. No. Like, <laughs> There's not enough good representation. Do not push Billy on us as well. <laughs> please, and God, do not. It's not fair, you know. No, I, 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 I'm still unclear what Billy's purpose is. And I, I'm hoping it becomes clear. I'm, I'm assuming... But it, well, he needed to be the human antagonist that's yeah. what Steve was in, in the yeah. first episode. I don't so, know I don't feel like he was necessary he's no. the only part of it I just sat there and went what is your purpose you do not in any way drive you could if you could remove him from the story and it could still work perfectly well without him why is he there yeah if, if Max if Max just got the bus to school there'd be no purpose to be <laughs> I thought yeah. there'd be a bit more story around why they'd moved to the town I'm assuming that's coming in season 3 it. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Because otherwise, what's the point? Because we also had, we also had that. What's the point of him? What's the point? We also had that little bubble episode in the city with eleven, which really threw the pacing for me. I loved it. I get, I I understand why they had to do it. It made sense because it's part of the backstory in this bigger world. And it's again presumably setting something up for season three. Yeah, and also it allows Elle to realise. That she has a home and she has a family. I like yeah, the fact yeah. that she got to go off on her own little adventure. That was yeah. really great because yeah. it was like, I'm locked in a cabin, life is miserable, all I have is egos, yeah. and that's it. That's the only joy in my life is a toaster waffle. Like, yeah. Thank you, incidentally, for, for introducing <laughs> me to the fact that egos are a real thing that actually yeah, exists. Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. I have frozen toast waffles. They are bird's eye. We don't have egos in this country, but I have them. They're exactly the same. I bought three boxes. 
because Stranger Things was coming back. That's and it. I think the people in Sainsbury's thought I was crazy. I bet sa- <laughs> so there were three boxes of Legos like, hi! I bet sales of those things just go through yeah. the roof. Yeah. But, you know, that's all she had. And then she got this to go on this adventure to find her mother and have that psychic link and then go off and find her sister yeah. and, and realise that actually there were people that cared about her before she really remembers who she is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's important, like, that she knows there are people out there who knew she existed before she became who she is now. Yeah. And I think that's really... But she had to go yeah. away to realise what, yeah, what she yeah. was missing yeah. back home yeah, to, totally. to come back home. Yeah. That, that, for me, was, was one or two sort of slight problems, a bit of, bit of pacing, did throw me a little bit. But the other thing was, I, I think it was a bit of a, a shame that Eleven and the rest of the kids, the gang, didn't... We didn't see them together. the very yeah. last episode. Yeah, yeah. They didn't, they didn't, there wasn't the team, you know, the kind yeah. of the Scooby mm. gang together until the end. I mean, from the next season on, hopefully they they Ian, can start off, they'll all be together, but I know why they did it. But... Ian had something very profound to say about this. Um, actually, it's not profound at all, but I thought it was clever. <laughs> um, this season is The Empire Strikes Back. They've yeah. broken up the gang. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good point. You, yeah. You've, got, you've got, you know... Again, another 80s film, you, and it's the yeah. middle film. You've it's got, the dark yeah. film. You know, Dustin's... Dustin's basically left on his own as Lucas goes off let's be honest trying to chat up Max Mike's in the facility why do I have to be Winston running away from them <laughs> oh why god that was so Winston? funny I love that, that was G- two Venkmans of course you've got to be Winston <laughs> of course you've got to be Winston what because I'm black <laughs> yeah it's just genius yeah <laughs> but of course the other great thing is the um you know, it's the Duffer brothers have cemented their reputation because it wasn't a pale imitation of the first series. No, no it, was de- it was a development. They've built on it, they've built the mythology. Yeah, up. what's really, like, what I saw, I saw somewhere on the internet, because I, look, this is why I have a book, I need to write things down, I'm terrible. Someone, they, they'd, uh, they'd said in some interview somewhere, there are things we have seeded in the first season that won't come out till the fourth, because they're doing four, aren't they? They, well, they said no. They said oh, I thought three. They said in the Nerdist um, that they think it's four. Yeah. They're going to see when they finish season three whether there's one more season or two. Whether they yeah. So they've uh, got things. That I mean, they know they're going to get really set up. They're, they're going to get as many as they later. need. Yeah. I mean, that's planning, isn't it? Yeah, that's, they really have an arc. They've mm, got an arc in clever. mind, and I think because they've got an arc in mind, like you're not going to get this sort of flailing about not really knowing what it's doing and i don't think the series i, I don't know like people don't like it as much as the first one fair enough if you don't you don't but i i'm i don't oh. i really really uh, pe- people and... are perfectly at liberty to be wrong that's fine <laughs> <laughs> but the for me it's like if they've got an arc and they've got a plan they've got it all and they're setting things yeah. up for later then you, you kind of know that if they've got this quality for the first two yeah. they can really keep going with that yeah, yeah. Mm. they're not just kind of making it up yeah they're not making it up as they go along like Lost oh we've got to do the lost. third suit yeah, yeah. it's, it's not it's going not to do going a to Lost, be like lost. No. and I think there's always <laughs> a risk with sci-fi isn't there that, that you know you could get that whole <clears throat> Lost moment I think Lost yeah. Yeah. Lost is, the, is, is kind of the gold standard for what not to do isn't yeah, it yeah yeah totally. but it happens with a lot of shows where uh, the first season is a big success yeah and it even surprises the creators. So then mm. they have to think, yeah. okay, we have to carry it on. We've well, already planned for this. So. I think they've finally done. They've 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 aced their difficult second album. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. And oh, yeah. now I, mean, I think it's I think it's all good now. I, it could I, go in so many so many ways, so many different directions with the next series or next mm. two series. Um, I'll tell you very just just one thing that doesn't bother me and it doesn't worry me exactly. Although I was about to use both of those words, <laughs> um, I loved the ending. Okay, it ended at the prom. Yeah, 
where every 80s movie ends. Yeah, the awkward... The awkward... The awkward slow dancing. And that's... That's perfect. But you've now got Max and Lucas in a relationship. You've got Mike and Eleven in a relationship. But they're, what, supposed to be 12, 13? Mm. Yeah. These relationships are not known for their longevity. And <laughs> No. And, yes. And you've got puberty on the horizon. Yeah, and the they are brothers the... have said next season. Well, apparently, the girl, I can't remember that. his name, is the, the guy that plays Dustin, they couldn't re-record his voice for anything. Because it's broken. broken. So, like, once he'd recorded it all, they were like, oh, we need to do... Like, oh, we can't redo anything. I hope he's got it's a done. really deep baritone voice. <laughs> yeah. Now. That'd be, that'd be uh, oh, speaking of Dustin. Dustin's hair. His hair. <laughs> <laughs> Three puffs of the fire faucet spray. I swear to God, <laughs> it was my favourite moment. Yeah. Oh, Steve's hair is a thing of beauty. But, but also... And Dustin's hair was just... It's, but it was such a thing of beauty because you see <laughs> that Dustin... <laughs> Dustin thinks Steve is cool. Yeah. Dustin... Oh. Dustin has Steve yeah. as a role model. Yeah, welcome. And it's, like, it's great, and what a responsibility. Yeah, and actually, I liked, I, I really liked that, that, that thing when, you know, Steve says to Dustin, "You're not falling in love with her, are you? Because that's bad news. Are you? You're going to get your heart broken. You're too long for, you're too young for that shit." And it's like, you know, you know Steve kind of cares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did we love like that, Steve. That, yeah. yeah, Steve, Steve and Dustin thing was really nice. That relationship, and I loved that when. Uh, uh, Dustin did that thing and uh, yeah. Steve went don't, do, don't that. do that no, don't, don't do that and I was just like yeah, <laughs> do not do that <laughs> amazing uh, so yes it's a hit yeah well, so well done I mean, so good. we've got to wait a whole, ne- a whole year now for another one it's, it's just because it. yeah. you blitz it you go through it so quickly well no I think what I'm going to do now is yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go back two days you did it in two days two days yeah I know a lot of people took me days, took me three but yeah yeah. But I think I'm going to go back. I'm going to leave it a couple of weeks, and then I'm going to go back to the beginning of season one, and watch them one a week, mm. the way a TV show is supposed to be paced. Oh, I can't do it. Um, no, you can't because and... you're already in that frame of mind, aren't you? Of the next one, the next one, do three or four. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm going to try and force myself. I mean, it's one of the things I'm liking about Star Trek Discovery. Actually, oh, I love it. That it it isn't. It's it's dropping one a week, and you can't binge it. Because they won't let you. Yeah. Uh, and yes, the time loop episode. So good. Well, I'm going to be talking about Star Trek in a minute. Okay. Yeah. We'll, okay. We'll leave that. Uh, and actually, shall we? Shall we? Shall we leave Stranger Things? Yeah. A little bit. Um, I, I like it. Don't we? I can feel. I can feel. Good. There's a podcast dedicated to Stranger Things coming. Um, I, I I considered doing one for season two, and then I thought, every time we try and do that, there's always somebody who hasn't watched it all yet. Mm. Looks meaningfully at Matt. Um, what? <laughs> we did the one about Iron Fist. You hadn't watched it all. <laughs> I don't think any of us had watched watched it all by, by that point, <laughs> No, we hadn't. We don't. No, we. I mean, to be fair, now, I'm also yet. looking meaningfully at Jack. I was. I was thought. Who still has that one? Who I've still hasn't watched? It. Who no, still hasn't watched any of it? I haven't either. But that's not. just because I, I watched. Oh, I just don't like him. You're not missing anything. No investment whatsoever. Right. Yeah. So. No, no. I've. 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 I don't know. If you want to do a Luke Cage one or Jessica Jones one, I am that. I've said this before. Not. I'm. I've said this before, and I wish I'd said it on the podcast. Except I didn't come up with this. I've stolen it. I just can't remember who I've stolen it from. Um, Iron Fist is brilliant if you rename it. If you stop calling it Iron Fist and call it The Adventures of Ninja Detective Colleen Wing and her <laughs> idiot sidekick, yeah. it's it's perfect. 
It works. So what if I watch mean? it with that in mind. Watch it with that in mind. <laughs> Colleen Wing. Colleen Wing is the main character. I loved her. Just own... for some reason, we're watching it through her sidekick's eyes. Yeah. What in, What was the amalgam called? I forget. Defenders. Yeah, I loved her and Defenders. Yeah, I loved yeah. all the other people, like Rosario Dawson's character yeah. and all of them. I loved them all in but Defenders. But not Iron Fist. But I hated him. He's the weak link. So much. He is the weak link. In the whole I, thing. I, I don't think it's Finn Joseph's fault. I don't think he's been well written. I don't think he's been well re- well directed. And to be fair, I don't think he's been well cast. Um, so it sort of is his fault in a way because he's the wrong person for the. For the well, role. yeah, but I mean, he presumably didn't know that. It's, I mean, that's the casting director's fault. No, it's got to be every actor who gets approached to do something Marvel. They're just like, yep, because it's Marvel. Yeah, cause it's I mean, be, if it's I be was a hit, isn't it? But then I, you look at Inhumans. I'm not as good an actor as Finn Jones, and, and you... if they if they'd come to me and said, "Do you want to be Iron Fist?" I'd have said yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd know how inappropriate I would have been but I'd still have said to yes to fair I'd watch your version I could see you as I would love yeah. to see that yeah. I do Tai Chi <laughs> so you're as good that's as like, that's like Kung Fu as long as, yeah, as long as you're attacked by somebody moving very very, very slowly yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah anyway this is supposed to be a recommendations um, episode uh, the, 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 the name of the game is very simple everybody needs to recommend one TV show one comic mm. Uh, and one other thing, um, you had a completely free hand, except I did insist you told me, well, told me what you were doing to make sure there were no clashes. I'm going to sound the spoiler hole again, because we're not even going to attempt to explain why we love the things we love if we can't tell you what happens in them. That would be oh, silly. thank God. Uh, so, spoilers... <laughs> I was going to try. Spoilers... <laughs> Just dance around them, Spoilers. Baby. Spoilers are allowed. Um, what I'll do is I'll put in the show notes... During which periods of time in in the the final cut of this we're talking about various things, and if people want to skip past stuff to avoid spoilers, you can. Uh, but please don't be getting in touch with us and complaining about spoilers. You've been warned. <coughs> spoilers. <coughs> spoilers. Uh, so um, I guess I'll make like the Royal Navy and pass everything to the left. So Matt, do you want to start with? Um, I don't know where shall I start. Should I start with TV shows. Yeah, seeing as we almost did anyway. Yeah, I mean, I well, Stranger Things was the obvious one to talk about, but I knew we were going to talk about that as a group. So I've chosen, I've chosen Star Trek Discovery. Now, I, I, I do, I do like Star Trek. I'm not a, I'm not a die-hard Trekkie Trekker. Ah, uh, uh, but you know enough, to, you know, you know enough to know there's a <laughs> word is for it. Um, I mean, I, I've, I've watched every every Star Trek. Uh, show every season, every episode. Uh, obviously, all the movies. Oh, even Enterprise, I'm impressed. Even Enterprise, yeah. That's dedication. But I was, wow, <laughs> I didn't. But I, and I've, I've seen a lot of hate online for Star Trek Discovery. Me too. But I, I like it, and the more I watch it, the more I like it. Um, and I just think that it's, it's, it's trying. It's just trying to be its own thing. It's just trying to carve out its own niche. And you've got these, yeah. you've got these diehard long, long term Star Trek fans that are railing against it oh you can't do this oh no you mustn't do this and that goes against what happened no, take in another series but I'm liking it and, I, and like you said Reg I, I like the episodic one a week yeah-ness of it yeah. which is very very good I feel sorry for anyone who's watching it in the States because over here we get you get to watch it on um, uh, Netflix Netflix, Netflix yeah. Yeah, no, other streaming fine. services are available yeah. but none of but them have got Star Trek in the States you have to sign up to CBS's CBS All Access yeah Portal, oh online portal, and watch it. It's it's you have to pay for it, and a lot more than you pay for it. For it's, Netflix, it's, really it's very controversial. I mean, and yeah. CBS have done it precisely to get people to sign up for CBS yeah. All Access. Yeah. 
and cool. a lot of people mm. are. But I like the characters. I like I like the premise. I mean, yes, you could argue it's not it's not kind of Gene Roddenberry's perfect idea of this sort of future utopia but where we, everyone in the Federation gets on. But we can't and it's know that now because we don't know what Gene Roddenberry would have no, thought. No, but the original idea for Star Trek was um, exploration. It's not it's not about war. It's not about combat. But but the um, the sort of a, but the fighting between the the Federation and the Klingons has always been part of Star Trek, part of that world. So they've just decided to explore. Yeah, that bit in depth. And to yeah, be fair, for for, yeah. for a for a a one hundred percent peaceful organization, the United Federation of Planets carries an awful lot of guns. Doesn't it? It's defensive. <laughs> defensive. <laughs> Tell I, that to Kirk. <laughs> yeah. But it has got this. I mean, it, it, the way they again spoilers. The way they travel around the universe in Discovery, this new technology, which doesn't <laughs> exist in future future seasons, well, presumably uh, because it. I mean, look at what it's doing to the engineer. Yeah. It's killing him. Exactly. So it's probably a reason why and it's not I, around. I have to say, I absolutely loved that whole thing of them, like, you know, the, 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 um, oh, what about, what's the proper word? Tardigrade. 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 I yeah. loved him. Yeah. I loved the giant Tardigrade episode yeah. and that whole thing and the release of the Tardigrade because, you know, actually, this is a really shitty thing to do yeah, to yeah. an animal in order that we can just ping around and yeah. commit, like, yeah. massive amounts of war. Like, exactly. uh, Michael's whole moral compass is kind of brilliant in that yeah, way and yeah. I love Farbauer yeah. and I like that we're not following a captain and I like the fact that the captain's a dick <laughs> yeah finally yeah. we've got a Star Trek captain a starship captain who's is he a dick yes oh, God, he's a yes. massive think... dick and he has really? a triple I like the fact I that he has a triple great. I saw the triple and That's I was like great. that is not but a good idea how has he only don't got... do it how has he only got one He's a responsible triple owner. <laughs> because can, can, because can he's you only mute, got one. Can you That's mute, why. Can you mute triple? I don't know. I, I, I'd argue that he, I don't think he's a dick. I think like all of the characters, I think there's more story to come. So, for instance, the new security officer, I think there's something... Oh, 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 have you read it too? Yes. Mm, yes. Can, 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 we, can we give you a massive bit of internet fan theory, internet fan theory well, that I, I think is probably spot on? You can, but can I, shall I say my theory first? Go for it. Okay. Because he was in that Klingon prison for a long time and he mm-hmm. survived and he seems mentally stable I think he's either being conditioned he's a double agent there's something else going on there you're close and the fact that he's been taken on board Discovery and he's been made this the most sensitive security. the most sensitive bloody ship in the he, fleet he, he, there's something about him it smacks of and then in in this week's episode where um, the uh, first officer said oh he scanned him he said you're being deceptive and I thought ah being deceptive about what? About who he is or about what he's thinking at, the, at this very moment in time? I think there's something else going on there. But I don't know what the fan theories are. So but tell me. The fan theory is that... Okay, so, right. Uh, there's apparently a piece of Star Trek mythology that states that Klingons... And it explains how Klingons went from uh, Gene Roddenberry original series Klingons yeah. with that look like humans with long hair um, all the way through to Worf type Klingons that we know from next gen onwards, right? And the theory goes that Klingons, in order to infiltrate Star Trek, uh, in, in, sorry, the... Uh, Starfleet, the, Starfleet Federation. the Federation. The yeah. Federation. Um, did uh, a some sort of DNA splice thing that they managed to make themselves look human. So we've okay. got Klingons now in Discovery that are like uber Klingon, like yeah. the ultimate Klingon, and they are pure race Klingon obsessives, right? So the fan theory suggests that they this guy that's appeared in uh, Discovery, who was found in the uh, Klingon jail, is actually Vok, yeah? yeah, the white Klingon. It's actually him, oh, and he's really? taken this uh, medical procedure to become 
human in order to infiltrate Starfleet. Yeah, that's and if you look at IMDb, Vok is just a dude. And like he yeah, has no yeah. previous anything. He yeah. does not exist. All his pictures are just also, of Vogue. If you look at it, somebody did, somebody did a, a split. Did they do a side by side? A, a split face picture. I've been picture. looking for that. Some, uh, and <laughs> I'm obsessed. With this and theory. the picture of Vok. <laughs> the picture of Vok looks like the dude that plays the security yeah, actor and in Klingon. Really? I'm looking yeah. at their eyes. I'm going. It's the same guy. I'm sure it's the same. Maybe the fact that he's an albino Klingon would make him more receptive to DNA. It's either it's 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 either. I hope it's that. Maybe is that a bit of a is that theory too out too far out there? What am I talking about? I travel around in a small (laughs) powered spaceship. It's Star Trek, dude. It's Star Trek. Uh, My my only problem is yeah. So I so I think I think he's he's a plant. He's a mole. Is there's something something else going on there? The other problem I've got with this security officer, of course, is that um, if you've ever watched uh, Toast of London. It's the same actor that plays Clem Fandango. I don't know if you've ever seen that show, I, but no, but he's I've this seen a trendy Soho uh, kind of um, hipster character. So every time I see him, I think it's, it's Clem Fandango. I think it was what day is it? Mon- uh, when does it come out in England? Well, Monday. Monday. Yeah. Monday. Yeah. So Monday, it, Monday or it must have been Tuesday morning or Monday night. All, it, so all there Sunday. was on my uh, on Twitter feed was lots and lots of comments about Clem Fandango. So thanks yeah. for explaining that because I was like, <laughs> what the hell is this? Well, if you watch any episode of Toast of London, you'll, you'll find out who Clem found. I've never actually. even heard of Toast of London. Oh, very good. Very it's, good. It's Matt, cool. Matt Berry, Channel 4. Yeah. It's on, it's on, it's on uh, for catch-up. Yeah, I've heard it's like one of the best British comedies at the moment. It won a, it won a BAFTA. Yeah, it's yeah. very, very good. Very That's good. not always Three indicative seasons. of quality, to be fair. It's very funny. It is very, very good. So, yeah, so Star Trek Discovery, um, very good. Interested to see where it goes. I think first episode, again, I'd heard so much negativity about it. First episode, I was like, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Second episode, I thought, this is good. I yeah. really like it. And it just goes from strength to strength. And they've sort of done a bit like with classic Trek. They've done a sort of a time. Yeah, I thought the time, one, the time loop episode was brilliant. So you know, and in fact, actually, I think it's, I think this week's episode was the first time where they've sort of been down to a planet yeah. and yeah. explored it, which is, again, it, it's that's kind of classic Trek, but you sort of forgot about that because they've spent so much time in space. Yeah. It's very good. Have you watched it, Jack? Have you watched any episodes? Uh, I, I, uh, Claire is very much into it, and she's okay. kept up to date. I've watched it up to the point where they released the tardigrade thing. Yeah, it's not for me. I, it just aesthetically, it's just not for me. Yeah. Oh, I think it's beautiful. It's not. Cool. I, I, I love the design. I um, think it's beautiful. I love. I mean, Mr. Saru as a as an alien design. I love him. Yeah, I, I love that, that whole thing yeah, with yeah. his weird little whatever they're called that stick yeah. out on the back of threat, his neck. Threat, threat, ganglia. Ganglia. That's Doug it, Jones yeah. is very, he's very thin and skinny he is, so and thin. tall. And then they give him those shoes, those cantilevers, those like yeah. Uh, yeah. cantilever hoof shoes, yeah. and you just sit there and go, "God, that's such fantastic design." It's so so different than anything yeah. we've seen in Star Trek so far, and they've given him those threat ganglia. That's again, it's like. It's a functional aspect of the character design. And, and the really rest of the Discovery that, bridge crew, where there's a there's like a sort of cyborg, and there's you know there's I, yeah, the, such a mix of characters. For the first time in my memory of Trek, we have aliens who aren't just people with bumps on their noses. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. And it's like aliens. I've been rewatching Voyager, and I'm like, oh look, a different bumpy nose. <laughs> yeah. Oh look, a different bumpy forehead. Yeah. Oh look, it's just like. Uh, it's, and I think one thing that you could do. <laughs> I think Star Star Trek needed to do to get to that because Star Trek's aliens designs have been looking pretty pretty beige since Babylon <laughs> Five, really, yeah. and that was twenty oh, odd years show. ago. Mm. Yeah, it's, and yeah, Babylon Five had aliens who looked alien, and Star Trek finally does. It's very good. 
The only, the only sort of slight issue I've got with the show is that I, w- I was quite surprised watching the first couple of episodes, and then I, then I discovered online that it's a prequel set in the original Star Trek universe. Yes. So it's not a, but everything looks like the technology. It looks like it's a prequel to the current movie. Mm. Chris Pine. No. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's. Yeah. But I think it's it not. helps. It helps. It helped Seems me. It helped me to. Because the original series doesn't look like anything else in Star Trek. It just doesn't. No. They, they, they had to do a it's, whole thing. It's of the time. They had it's to do a whole thing in the More Trouble, More Troubles episode yeah. of... of um, oh, sorry, Trials and Tribulations of DS9. Uh, about where Dax kind of goes, Ah, 24th century design. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I miss Chad's ear, Dax. But it looks... <laughs> it, it works better for me. If, if I don't think of it as a prequel to the original series. I think of it as a sequel to Enterprise. I never watched Enterprise. And if you look yeah. at it, if you look at yeah. the design, at the, the, the whole design and technology from that point of view, this is I don't know, fifty years, sixty years after Enterprise. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And we're just yeah. going to have to yeah. assume that Starfleet did something weird for about fifty years. But again, in Constitution uh, class vessels. But as... again, the the current moves I, I quite liked with the first reboot movie that, for instance, the uniforms. Looked like it's it's like what if they made the '60s show now? So they made the costumes with current materials and technology, which is why again it feels like it's more connected to I'm, the movies. Than I'm enough. Like... I'm enough of a nerd to um, go. I, I don't identify as a nerd. I identify as a geek. Um, but I'm enough of a nerd to um, yeah. I wish they'd made the uniforms a little bit more TOS. Yeah. I love the uniforms. I think they're yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love the new um, the insignia design. is beautiful. Yeah. I think they've really like they've taken that original design and they've just they've just pushed it into a direction that's it's not trying to be the ones we got in the nineties, which yeah. is the yeah. trek that I grew up with and had the binders for and collected yeah. all the yeah massive. You shot You know this is being recorded. <laughs> yeah, It'll be around forever. Yeah. <laughs> like 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 we all haven't assumed this anyway. Okay, right. <laughs> so I, I I like the fact that they didn't try and sort of bridge that gap. Does that make sense? Like yeah. Enterprise, it felt I don't know, I didn't get on with the first couple of episodes of Enterprise so I didn't watch it. And I really feel like I've missed out and I should go and do it. It is actually it will reward you. Yeah. Just because it's on Netflix now, is, yeah. you've got that little button that allows you to skip the intro credits. Do that because that god awful theme song. <laughs> the theme song came up again on Twitter today. Someone was like, "It's time to remind us all about the Enterprise theme," and I was like, "What is this horror?" And they linked to YouTube, and I was like, "Reasons I did not watch this show." This comes up. Voyager has the best theme tune. I'm just going to say that right now. Of the '90s ones, Voyager yeah. has the best. Theme I'll give you that. Actually, I quite like the DS9. Oh, yeah. But I like well, the well. Discovery music. But the, Disco- it starts, I love it. the Discovery one, Trek, mm-hmm. classic Trek, yeah. and it goes off into its own thing, and then it comes, and then it comes back, back to being classic Trek at the end. Yeah, it's beautiful. But it has that thing. It's beautiful because it, it, it finishes the motion graphic. Yeah, it's fantastic. And of course, Discovery itself is is it's like you know it's like it's classic Ralph Macquarie design for the original Enterprise. It just it's it's great. So yeah, Discovery, great, very good, loving it. Looking forward to more episodes. And apparently we're. We're getting, I think it's eight episodes this year, and then the rest are next year, which is a shame. But yeah, Mrs. Finale's next week, isn't it? Yeah. Um, which I, I've not been a massive fan of the uh, the current American trend for after shows, but I quite like After Trek. I haven't been watching I haven't it. Watched it. I'm gonna watch them all when I've watched them all. I like yeah. it. I like it because it's yes. it's hosted, it's hosted by Matt Myra. Um, 
who is one of the sister wives from the Nerdist podcast. Oh, really? Um, and, you know, I, I, I feel like I know Matt Myra quite well because I've been listening to the Nerdist for four or five years. So I've followed Matt Myra and his, his life of being out of work and having to sell his guitars and now suddenly he's on everything and it's... Uh, I like that. And Chris Hardwick, who is the main host on The Nerdist, does the Talking Dead yeah. thing. Uh, which yeah. I did watch when that first um, started, but I and, don't watch it anymore. And it's kind of nice that his little buddy Matt's got his own little after show. I've got... I, I Chris Hardwick a little bit annoying. Just a little bit. I gave up on The Walking Dead long ago. So I, I adore Chris Hardwick, but I know what you mean. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. He can he can feel a little bit smug. He's the guy after, guy you'd be chatting to at a party, and after about half an hour, you'd just be like, I just need to go and talk to somebody else over there. That's not you. <laughs> I, honestly, I think, else. actually, if I was talking to for any length of time, I might be thinking, actually, I need to punch you and then go and talk to... But I do think... I, he, he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> and he's very... He's, he's, he's quite funny, and I, I like... I like what he's done, actually. So, yeah, how the hell do we get onto him? That's my fault, isn't it? <laughs> so the next podcast is an all Chris Hardwick. I'm slightly surprised that I didn't pull fest. it around too. Well, I watched the uh, Game of Thrones after show thing because Sue uh, Perkins hosted it. And... Did she? Yeah, and it was really, really good. If I'd known wow. that, I might actually have watched Game of Thrones. She was. Is that still was... going? Is that... Is what, it... Game of Thrones or the after show? No, no, is the after, is the after show still, still no. going? Um, well, it was... The most recent series is when I actually saw that there was one. Oh, okay. um, and yeah, it was actually really good because I'm not really into those things. But I was like, I'll watch anything with Sue Perkins in it. So <laughs> basically, um, I, yeah, I watched You had it. me at Sue Perkins. Uh, yeah, essentially. Yeah. But it was really good. And the guests that she had on were quite good as well. So that was nice. That's yeah, good. That's good. It was, That's good. It was a fun one. I like, see, I like seeing who is a celebrity fan of yeah. the stuff that I like watching. That's I, I like that. Yeah. When you say, wow, I thought you were a dick, but we've got this in common. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, I think I think we should, the fact that we're now talking about Game of Thrones after yeah. shows suggests <laughs> to me that we may have finished with Discovery. We're, yes, <laughs> move it along. As I desperately try and drag this thing back onto the track. <laughs> uh, so, Jack, yes, TV show, TV show. This might be a short one. Depending, I don't know if anyone else has watched it, but Parks and Rec. Love it. Thank God, so someone much. else has watched it. Yes. Yes. Parks and Rec. It's not recent. It's finished. It's done with. But is it still on Netflix? No, it's all on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Oh, awesome! Mm. Brilliant. I can still watch it. Then. Yeah, I've um, been meaning to watch it for ages. It's one of the only like shows that I've watched, and honestly, I've I always feel warm after I've watched. Like it's yeah. such a mm. loving show, but it's genuinely funny, and you, you know, it's where like Chris Pratt came from and stuff like that. You know, yeah. before he was yeah. Star Lord and really big and. Uh, Amy Poehler, um, she's just fantastic. Leslie I, Knope is, I love One of the best TV characters. Oh, so much. Yeah. Uh, I would say, though, that if you go into it, don't watch season one. Straight to season two. Now, you see, because I've watched the first few episodes of season one, and I'm like, I like it, but I, I'll just, I, I'm just going to watch some of the stuff, and I'll come back to it. Yeah. Genuinely. Because I do like Amy Poehler, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Saturday Night Live, you know, mm. she's great on that. And I've heard nothing but good things about it. It is amazing. And also, oh no, I better not say anything. No, I was going to say a spoiler, but but we're we're in a spoiler. We sound in the spoiler hole. Yeah. Oh, okay. So talk about what we want because because uh, is this right that the, the the mayor of the town is 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 always referred to but never seen until the very last episode when it's he's played by Bill Murray. Yeah. Yeah. A cameo by <laughs> Bill Murray. After he's died. After he's died. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's great. So there's like a video recording to play after he's yeah. died. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great though, and like, um, I I don't know, I don't know, like how 
Brooklyn Nine Nine, I feel, is the same in the way that you like the first series. Yes, it's finding you its like feet. Brooklyn yeah. Nine Nine. Yeah, the only other person I know on the planet watches <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine. I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. You, you like? Yes. Brooklyn yeah. what, what's it on over here? Netflix. Netflix. We've only got three seasons okay. though. It yeah. sucks. But the thing is, the first series of it, it's Finding His Feet, which I think yeah. is the same. Mm, yeah. It's like, it's mm, finding yeah, like, feet a, lot, like and, a lot of shows. And yeah. Um, yeah, Parks and Rec is very Finding His Feet in the first season. So just skip on to the second season. Mm. It's, it knows it's exactly just, what it is. And it's yeah. great. And like, you know, Lil Sebastian is the great. Fantastic. <laughs> and Mouse Rat and all the, just <laughs> such, like, all the jokes <laughs> that come back and come yeah. back. But you love them every time they yeah. come back. It's, it's even got like so good. the best worst character, Jean Ralphio. I love him. He is. He's Steve. He has Steve's hair. He is, side yeah. Side by side. Steve from Stranger Things and Dramalfio have the same hair. There's a weird fan theory that Steve is Oh, I read that. Yeah. Dad, yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because like, his dad's in Parks and Rec. Yeah. Played by um, Fonzie. What's his name? Henry Winkler. Henry yes. Winkler, yeah. But is he called Steve? I don't remember what his name is, actually. No, I think it's something Italian because they're all yeah. Italian. Yeah. Oh, because he also has it's a Italian, though. He has a sister called Mona Lisa who is worse than Jean Ralphio. Oh, she's so great. Money, please. (laughs) I love her. I just, I hate her, but I love her. That's the thing, you can't, even the worst people, you still enjoy their presence on screen. Like, because they're just, it's fun. Yeah, because you've got, like, a great contrast. All the best memes come from Parks and Rec. Oh, God, yeah. I didn't realise how many memes. All the best gifts come from Parks and Rec. Because you've got, like, Leslie Nope, who's pure government is great and everyone should get behind it, everyone should support, <laughs> stuff like that. And then you've got the head of the Parks and Rec department, Ron Swanson, who's a complete libertarian and wants government to fail at every step. I love him. But they are, like, best friends and there's, like, they're all these different attitudes and they all love each other. There is one character that everyone shits on, but it's still done in a very loving way, like Jerry or Gary or whatever name, Jerry. I forget what his name actually Jerry. is. I don't know what his name is in the end, but every time, that, it's so funny, every time that comes up and they just have that whole Jerry-Gary thing or like, his name's Larry, I think, in the At end point, or something like yeah. that. You know, you sort of saying that. Every time that comes up, I absolutely crack up laughing. Yeah. And my wife looks at me and she's like, why do you find that so funny? I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> I just do. And poor Jerry. Like, I know. I, and yet he has this most beautiful wife and that's beautiful it, daughters. Yeah. And that's the joke. This guy who's this, he is the butt of every single joke in the whole department. <laughs> like, he has this amazing, beautiful He's family who life. love him. And yeah. he has this perfect life. And it's just... Like, even when his life at work is just people constantly shitting on him. <laughs> yeah. His life at home is perfect. And you just sort of sit there and go, well, fair enough then. Like, Yeah, like that's uh, why he puts up with it, because that's yeah. his only issue. It's and great. it's just all good. <laughs> it's it's honestly, I, I finished that season and I got so upset that like that was it. How many oh, seasons in total? There's seven. And I must admit, the seventh okay, season yeah. was a bit weird for me, because <laughs> it jumps ahead. It's so whenever they filmed future, it, yeah. it, to them, the future was 2017. And, and we're like, no, yeah. I wish this was the truth about like, government in America in 2017, exactly. but it's not. It's heartbreaking. They're all, on the, they're all on these hologram phones and I'm talking about how great things are. It's like, yeah, this yeah. is not what the series would be. <laughs> it would just be Lesbian Oak crying, yeah. crying and eating waffles. Like, that would be it, just sobbing into her waffles. It really would. Oh, dear. And Ron would also be enraged. Yeah. I love that he tweeted, I forget the actor's name, which sucks because he's amazing, mm. and he actually has a carpentry studio in real. Really? and he teaches people to do woodwork which I love that fact <laughs> but he said Ron Swanson would not have voted for Donald Trump and I was like yes, yes. damn right he wouldn't have of course no, he, he wouldn't. wouldn't he hates government yeah he does abstain <laughs> but it is it's genuinely one of the best like season uh, stuff I've ever watched like just so wholesome and nice you know what, this, you know, you know what you've done don't you what I finally started watching Breaking Bad yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's going to happen now? Switch. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
watch Parks and Rec first. Yeah, you should. yeah, do it. Yeah. Blitz it. Seven so I'm still seasons. going to be that guy that hasn't seen Breaking Bad. I haven't seen Breaking Bad. I mean, I like Breaking Bad, but... Uh, I've I, missed that boat. That boat sailed. It, it's the big Breaking I Bad. Yeah. Thing. I haven't seen The Wire either. No, I haven't I seen haven't The Wire. That, you know. Really? Yeah, because I thought I enjoyed Breaking Bad. I don't need a prequel. I um, it's I prefer it. To yeah. Be honest, the story. I like the story. I like how it sets him up. Um, I forget his name because this is why I have to write things down. Saul. <laughs> yeah, better call Saul. Yeah. I actually prefer it to Breaking Bad. I think oh, it's okay. a better show. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. The character yeah. is way more like I don't know. It's just it's fun. Well, I suppose it's fun and awful at the same time. Whereas Breaking Bad is just misery from like, oh, yeah. moment one to moment <laughs> end. Like whereas Better Call Saul has these moments of like that's actually really funny. Oh, now you just punched me in the gut, which is different. Yeah, like, I mean, I I would recommend continue Breaking Bad, but after each episode, watch Parks and Rec. <laughs> it'll make you feel better. Parts contrast. Is that what yeah, I need yeah, to do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Because you will get so depressed with Breaking Bad, and Parks will just lift you completely. Yes. Parks and Rec is one of those shows that I, I sort of I've got it up there with. Well, I watched. I did all of Thirty Rock first of all, which is which is also very good if you haven't watched that. Thirty Rock, Parks and Rec, Community. I love Community. So I have, I've watched a couple of episodes of Community. I'm like, oh, I must finish. Must... Community's fantastic, and that's been what so seven good. seven seasons as well, yeah. maybe six or seven seasons. It's gone off Netflix know? though. Has it? Damn its eyes. Yeah. I've not seven watched Community. I'm working through Thirty Rock though. That's good. It is good. It's very good. It's it gets very surreal later. It does. It's like a lot of shows, even. I'm gonna. Oh no! Oh no! I won't say it. But there's a lot of shows where after a certain number of seasons, they just hit their. They just you know it's so smooth. Yeah. They just hit their stride and they just it's, it's brilliant. And then the best shows, of course, you, you go out on a, on a high. Don't milk it beyond yeah. X number of seasons. Yeah. And, and Thirty Rock is one of those. That, Definitely. Me, I think the Community I... does that. To be fair, I think Community finishes well high. That's good. It's good. That's good. I will say highlight with Thirty Rock is the the low key subplot that Kenneth is an immortal. Yeah. <laughs> just so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just like just they don't ever really address it, but there's hints everywhere that he's always been alive and like he's maybe playing some sort of god it. role. Maybe I should watch this. Uh, again, I, I, it's uh, something I clearly should be watching. Add it to the list. Tina Fey, so really well ah, written. Well, yeah. yeah. The catchphrase "What the what" is said around <laughs> our house a lot by myself, by my girlfriend, and by our kids, and they don't know where it comes from or what it means, but they just. What the what? For, for us, it's, I want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Great show. Yeah, Parks and Rec. Yeah, Parks definitely. Rec. We'll, Rec. we'll hugely yeah. recommend it. Okay, Hat, did you finally decide on one? I did, with my... my I, I, I had a Twitter poll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hat, Hat, actually, responded. Hat actually did oh, a Twitter poll. Oh, I mean, you're a professional. Did I respond? I don't know, but five, I, I think I might have abstained because I didn't. I, I didn't think it was my place to sway you. Didn't want to influence it either. Five way, people responded to my Twitter. Thank you, five people. Um, <laughs> I think you can, you can probably thank them personally. Yeah, to be fair. I, I don't. Even, I don't know who of my three. No, three followers now. Um, they were. Uh, yeah, I had to choose between the Good Place, which is genius, and everyone should watch it anyway. But to be honest, I feel like spoiling the Good Place is just no. Just don't do it. Just go watch it. That's great. Go do it. But Orphan Black is what I ended up choosing. Because Orphan Black is a work of genius, in it my is. opinion. And the BBC in England are idiots uh, and stopped showing it. So the BBC America made it, and we were watching it on BBC Three. And it was on BBC Three. And it was even on BBC Three when BBC Three went digital. And they just put the whole lot on at once and you could watch it. And that yeah. was fine. That was, I think, season two or three. Mm. which. Uh, when that point was and then they went yeah we're not going to watch it anymore we're not going to show it anymore and thankfully Netflix picked it up so you can watch all of it on Netflix from beginning to end 
And if you haven't, you should. How many seasons? Four. Four seasons, and it's done. It finished last this year. Yeah. Yeah, this year, this last summer. And it's it's phenomenal. Basically, the premise is woman who is a con artist uh, sees a woman on a station train station platform who looks exactly like her commits suicide, and she goes over and finds her wallet and realizes this woman is identical to her. And as it goes on, you discover very very quickly that she's one of many many clones mm. as part of a big cloning experiment so one actress tatiana Maslany, i hope to god i pronounced that, pronounce that I, right i believe you have Very good. okay plays 90 percent of the characters in the show and she does it in such a way that you forget when you see cast pictures you're like where is everybody and she like, does she's it there she's right there in the she middle. does it in such a way she's so good that i've actually found i particularly in season one i really took against allison I think I was. I think I was supposed to. Allison is uh, one of the clones, and she's a very housewifey, very soccer very mom. prissy she's soccer, a mom. soccer mom. Very, very, very into arts and crafts. And she and on the PTA, and children. on the PTA, soccer, to, the children's yeah, and oranges. She's so stuck up, and she's. <laughs> A horror. I mean, she mel- she 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 div- she bankrolls. She grows. Them. That's the point. Is that she yeah. her purpose as the kind of crew of clones, the original three clones as it is, which are Sarah Manning, who is the English clone, who I think puts off a lot of English people because the accent is not great. Sorry, Tat, <laughs> it's not the best in the world. It's but not. It but to be better. fair, she grew up in America, it so gets so much better. And she grew up in America, so it she, would be. Yeah, she grew- Canada it is set in Toronto. Thank you very much. Canada, America's it's Canadian. Hat. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, yeah, it's it, yeah. Uh, which you notice uh, at one point when they're throwing Canadian dollars around, which is a glorious, glorious Donnie and Allison moment where Donnie's like, yes. twerking in his pants. Donnie is, <laughs> you are meant to hate him as well, and somehow you end up loving as I Allison and Donnie, Donnie to such a degree that it's just bizarre by the end of it. But yeah, the original three good clones, as it were, are Kasima Nighthouse, who is um, a, the science monkey, geeks, geek science monkey, and she's amazing. Um, and she just understands what's happened and she sort of takes apart and picks apart the cloning process for them. And then Alison bankrolls them and that's her purpose, isn't it? Like yeah. as, as part of the crew. And Sarah is there to try and figure out what the hell is going on. And she's sort of the hero. And she I and guess. she's the tough one. She's right. the one she's that tough. Can... she's sort of street smarts. Yeah. She like understands the underworld. She knows how to use a gun. She, she can, can punch do... people in the face. Right. Um, and all the rest of it. And, you know, she's also trying to escape her ex, which is why she takes on the life. She tries to take on the life of this woman who's killed herself, who turns out to be a police officer. And then she has to then con her way into the police. And the whole thing just builds from there. And then there's another clone of theirs trying to kill them all because a religious sect have sent her to do that because they she they told her she's the original and all the others are evil and she has to she kill must them all. kill her sisters her sisters yeah and she's amazing and i uh, yeah yeah actually, helena is that was actually that was that was a terrible <laughs> helena accent i'm so sorry oh i love her so much but i found myself when she's singing in the car and then she's singing uh, sugar honey honey so off key it just gives me such and joy. That's, but that's Tatiana Maslany's genius. Because, so because I, I, I was saying, I, I found myself, particularly in season one, hated Alison. Yeah. I was supposed to. Yeah. But I found myself thinking about halfway through an episode, God, the actress that got playing Alison, she's nowhere near as good as the one that got playing Sarah. <laughs> and I was like, no, hang on. They're the same person. And that's how different they all are. There is a whole crew of lesbians mm. sitting on the internet going, why is Cosima the hot one? 
they're all the same person. Like we all sit there going, how does this happen? How has this happened? I don't understand. No, it's I just, and it's, I got a bit you know, as, phenomenal. I, I, amazing I, acting. As it is, as a, as a straight bloke, I have to say, Kasim is the hot one. Yeah, right. I, I don't care about her sexuality. Kasim is the hot one. It's bizarre, but like, I don't know, she just is. And it's like, how? You're all the same person. I yeah. don't get it. It's brilliant. And her acting is phenomenal because she plays so many different characters yeah. in the end. Like, they just get more and more. And Crystal, oh, oh my God. Crystal, Crystal, Crystal works in a nail bar. And she is the ditziest human ever to <laughs> and, and she's And the... she's convinced that it's not cloning. She's convinced that the beauty industry is out to get her. And it's not. It's obviously like this huge, complex conspiracy of clones and the military and, you know, science and these weird neolution people that implant stuff in your face, which terrified me because I was like, I think I have a lump in my face for a couple of days and then I was okay again. Um, it's an ulcer. It's fine. It's not a worm that's going to burst out of my face. Um, yeah, so like she's just determined that the beauty industry is out to get her and you just sit there going way to completely miss the point and yet know that something's going yeah, on yeah, and that's yeah. her beauty I, she understands that something's not right it's just she completely like shoots in the wrong direction and the the, the sort Amazing. of supporting cast of characters the you know the evil scientists but uh, also like mrs s. S. Oh. s s sarah manning is adopted with her um, brother felix with her brother her adopted brother felix who yeah. is just the funniest most in many in some way could have could have been the most offensive stereotype of a gay man but isn't i love him painting in in, in the buff i think that's the best thing in the world he's there he's there and painting these incredible portraits of his sisters yeah and you know that it's just phenomenal. but also in season one he's I love exercising the... his demons of the whole situation in, in season painting. one they did they did, they did it, and they didn't draw attention. You know, they didn't make a thing of it. No. It was almost not mentioned. But Felix would be painting, and he'd be wearing an apron, you'd turn around and see he wasn't wearing anything. Uh, and then just the camera would just, on its way to pan to look at something else, would pan past what he was painting. And there'd be just like this huge, fat, naked bloke. Just holding, kind of, holding holding a, a just, fo- an American football. Just kind of sitting there with an American football. And it, was just, <laughs> and it was never, you know, nobody said, oh, God, Felix, what are you doing now? It was great. It was just totally it was, accepted. And it, yes, it was never anything other than completely oh, natural Felix. and normal for Felix. And it, um, but, but Felix and um, Sarah Manning were adopted by Mrs. S, who is this amazing force of nature of a woman the matriarch of all matriarchs who has known about the clone experiment and been and so we're we're sort of we're sort of led to believe in season one that maybe she has something to do with the ira or something because she knows people who get people out of the country yeah she she can do false passports and she can do guns and she can do but it it turns out she's been part of this network of of fighting this but she's so She's phenomenal. Just an amazing character. Absolutely amazing. Just, just truly, truly brilliant. And you know, like her, her arc is beautiful and brilliant. And when they go to London, they go back to Lo- they go to London, and it's one of those really brilliant North America goes to London moments where you're just like, oh shoot me now. <laughs> but they go to it's London. It's all double decker buses, shots of Big Ben. <laughs> they don't do that. Palace. Frankly, they don't it's do that. It's not quite. It's, it's mercifully they don't we're do in that. London. It's, they're in, in a pub in London, Bowler and it's just hats. a bit like, oh, yeah, and it's almost like. Go on, blimey, Gabriel, I have one of them pickled eggs. Oh, 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> which they all do, and I love it. It just makes me laugh. They're like, yes, let's put a Union Jack on everything. And you're like, we don't do that here. In terms just to of, remind you where you are. In terms, of, in terms of characters from an American show going to a foreign country, it's nowhere near as bad as Iron Fist going to China. That's all I'm saying. Again, oh, I have not seen it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, and then, you know, Mrs. S gets to, has this brilliant, she sings with the band, doesn't she? And like, there's just this beautiful moment where you're just like, wow, this woman is so much more complex because she really is almost like an anti-hero and you led to dislike her because she's trying to keep, she's not, she's trying to keep Sarah and Sarah's daughter safe. And it kind of, it, she ends up coming between Sarah and her daughter. Yeah. And I think from an audience perspective, you're meant to see that as being like, you shouldn't keep her away from her mother situation and there's this whole there is a, a constant theme of mothers and daughters all mm. the way through and parent and, and like family and parenthood and all that and you know it, it comes to the end of it and she is the just the most amazing parent of, yeah. of she's all just a, just brilliant she's phenomenal and you know it, it, you get these moments where you see her being who she is and like that's the singing and all of that it's just like yeah she's just fab and then she's there with a rifle just like blowing people's heads off it's just, yeah, yeah. love her and she makes the hard decisions, and I think that's yes. Yeah, I'm sold. I mean, I, and I, she's got I, absolutely no time for Sarah's shit. At oh, all. it's great. Yeah, I've, I've seen, I've heard nothing but good things. About it is amazing. Like, again, you, it's you, another show that's on my, yeah. it's on my list. And persevere with the English accent; you will get used to it. I promise. This is the thing <laughs> actually, I say to people: persevere with it. Because I was like, the first episode, I was going, if this accent doesn't get better, I'm going to die. And I got through like the first three episodes. I was like, no, I'm I'm hooked. So three in, three in, and you're just really rolling with those those yeah, accents. I, you're I, fine with it. It was, it's great. Felix's accent isn't bad. It's not that bad. It's not. That actually isn't <laughs> Felix British. No. Is he not? No, he's Canadian as well. He's Canadian. Yeah, I did yeah, not know that. I, 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 there you go. His accent's clearly better because I thought he was British. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's very, very good. Look, I'm making a note to watch. Watch off and back. <laughs> black. Run. Don't yeah. walk. And the 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 conclusion they bring it to, after everything all the characters have been through, is just just perfect. It's stunning. It, absolutely stunning. Didn't cry. Oh, I did. But I, mean, I, I might cried have. a lot. I think uh, I think I cried pretty much all a lot. I cried at various Delphine moments because I feel like Delphine Cormier is like hugely maligned by people. They're like she does really bad things. I'm like yeah, but for really good reasons. And it's the same with yeah. Mrs. S. She does really bad things for really good reasons. Delphine is 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 a scientist and Kasima's girlfriend. And she works okay. for the company that created and owns the patent for the clone. So like she is in the wrong, but she. Sort of double agents it, I guess. Yeah. Um, and she's phenomenal. And, you know, she gets a lot of, like, oh, she's done some awful, awful things. You're like, yeah, but for good reason. But for good reason. And she's also taking some phenomenal risks Huge. that she didn't need to take. No. But she did it for Cosima. And because it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And for all of them. And that's the point, isn't it? She's like, all of them. It's for all of you. And she says it so many times. You're like, yeah, no, you're amazing. So, yeah, there's some, some really great characters in there that you... It's yeah. I mean, like it's like Steve again. You don't expect to like them, or you're yeah. drawn to the idea that you're not meant to like them, and, and they, then you find yourself just going. And they change. Wow. And yeah. they grow. I mean, I found myself in the end feeling quite sorry for Rachel. Yeah. Uh, Rachel is the corporate clone. She's on the side of the bad guys. She's the self-aware yeah, yeah. clone from the start. She's grown up knowing. Yeah, she's she's always known, okay. and she's and she's she's and she's very and she's she's the big bad for the first two seasons, really. Yeah. Uh, and at the end. <laughs> at the end she survived it all she's got through it but everybody else has each other and she's got no one because 
I can't I can't say because I'll spoil it. No, I? yeah. And I know we sounded the spoiler. Spoil I know we sounded the spoiler horn, but you, you guys. <laughs> Matt, and, Matt and Jack haven't seen it. I don't want to spoil it for them. You really uh, but it, it, it's it's phenomenal, and it's one of those ones that it ends when the story ends. It didn't get cut short. Yeah. It hasn't been stretched out. It tells you the it it the last the last frame of the last episode finishes the story that was started in the first frame of the first episode. Yeah. It Sarah we follow Sarah's journey from first seeing that woman jumping in front of a train that looks like yeah. her yeah. all the way through finding out what's gone on, dealing with it and then coming out the other side. Yeah. And that's the only spoiler I'm giving you Sarah survives. Um The last season is phenomenal. God. So many people die, but Sarah survives. <laughs> so much death. It was... And some of it's really funny. <laughs> yes. Some of it is just like, oh God, that shouldn't be funny. But actually that is just the, the death through incompetence. Death through like just revenge. And just some really brilliant, like but there are awful, some, there awful are some deaths. There are some deaths sobbing, that rip your heart out. Absolutely. They death. really will. It, it's some of the characters that get killed you really I don't did want a lot in that last series I did a lot of crying <laughs> I really did I, I'm not I'm not ashamed I cried a lot um, it was not pretty um, yeah oh yeah because because some of those some of the things that happened in the final season that's 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 ugly ragged crying yeah it was it's <laughs> really really was but worth it okay totally I promise it. you I'm sorry. I'm sorry it's on my to watch list yes. now okay Orphan Black good yes. Mm, okay, so me now I was gonna do the good place, um, and I'm going to. I very nearly, I very near. No, I'll tell you why I'm doing the good place. I very nearly did Bluestone Four Two, which is one of my favourite things ever. Uh, it was a comedy comedy set in the Afghan Operation Herrick, the most recent adventure of the British Army in Afghanistan. There have been many, um, and I love it. Was on BBC Three, and I loved it. Because it was hilarious, but it also took... It didn't duck. These are soldiers in a combat zone yeah. that might be slightly morally dodgy and terrible things happen. Um, and it also, I thought, showed... I know a lot of soldiers, and I get very annoyed when soldiers are shown in fiction as being either bad guys who psychos. just like... You know, mm. psychos. Or pure heroes mm. or idiots that seems to be what you get with soldiers on telly and I thought this was actually a more honest portrayal of soldiers in that some of them were idiots some of them were just massive egos um, but even the idiots when the time came to do their job they were really fucking good at their job you know it's like the, the, the thick Scotsman would be why are my balls sweaty why have I always got sweaty balls? And then there'd oh. be a gunshot, and instantly he's down, his weapons up, he's he, and because yeah. the training, case. yeah. And Simon and Simon, the the arsehole corporal, oh. um, who everybody hated and ever took the piss. He was really arrogant and officious, and and a real Captain Mannering, but without the charm. Uh, but again, and everybody took the piss out of him. But again, when they actually went to work, if Simon gave an order, it was followed. Yeah by the two privates who didn't like him because that's how this works yeah. Yeah. and I loved that I, I, and the, you know, the, the captain who was the bomb disposal expert again complete arsehole but really good at his job yeah. and 
really cared about his men and uh, and women because Corporal Bird. Ah, oh, Bird's amazing. Um, I actually really love this show as well. Yeah, I it's got, watch it. And I love yeah. the I love that when they because they have a, a female padre, he was very right on, very right on, yeah. Um, and and they're all, you know, she's introduced to them and they're all sitting around the table in the mess tent and they're all talking to this female soldier and calling her bird. And she, you, you can't, you can't just call her that. And she goes. That's my name, Corporal Bird, <laughs> and and it's and it's just it's just a wonderful piece of beauty. And the only reason I'm not talking about it, um, apart from to mention it now, is because it was on BBC Three and it's now not streaming anywhere. Unless you go to a reputable <laughs> purveyor of DVDs <laughs> that pays its sodding tax, um, you can't watch it. Whereas the Good Place is streaming on Netflix, it is. and you really should watch it because it's bloody. I, I mean, I know you're watching it, Hat. It's on it's a this good season hiatus already, and I just feel like we've only had five minutes. Is this Ted Danson? Ted Danson, yes. yes. Yeah. It's wonderful because... What's it about? What's right. the concept? Rich? Yeah, I know okay. nothing. Um, sell, right? Again, I've sounded the spoiler horn. I'm not spoiling it. There is a twist in The Good Place. I haven't watched it all yet, but I know what the twist is. And knowing what the twist is and watching it, I wish I didn't know what the twist is. So I'm not telling you what the twist is. Uh, but basically, you've got this woman. Eleanor. Eleanor. She's a per- the perky blonde lead of quite a lot of overly chirpy American sitcoms. Okay, she's that character. <laughs> and you'd think that, oh God, this is going to be one of those bloody American perky bloody sitcoms I think that's why people aren't with the, watching with it with the perky ditzy blonde but no no because this perky ditzy blonde is dead and she's gone to the good place Ian's told me about this yes um, and Ian's talked about it on the podcast actually uh, yes. he was oh, he was watching it because he's obsessed with yeah. it yeah <laughs> he was watching it he was watching it um, I, I, I believe there may have been eye patches and peg legs involved and Ian was watching it because it wasn't on Netflix at the time um <laughs> But she's she's gone to the good place, but she shouldn't have because she's not a very nice person. And she's an awful person. She's horrible. I mean, she, <laughs> she's she's, she's the kind of person who will cut in front of you. I mean, she's not evil. I mean, she's not a murderer. She hasn't, you know, she no. has. She, but she's just an arsehole. She's just not a very nice woman. And so she shouldn't be in the good place. She should be in the bad place. And she knows she should. But they've made a mistake, and she's there, and she really doesn't want to go to the bad place, so she doesn't want anyone it's to a, know. It's a clerical error of her name and the same name, and like, <laughs> right, basically right. the person and with so, the same name as her is not in the good place, and she is. And so she's she's got she's got her house that is perfect for the person they think she for is. The other Eleanor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she hates it because it, it looks like a doll's house. It's got. It's got clown pictures all over the place, and she hates clowns. And so all the people are aware that they're they've passed over. Yes, oh, oh, yeah. they all know they're, they're, they all know they're, they're in a good place. They have orientation. They go, "You're all dead. It's all okay. okay. Don't right. panic. This um, is the afterlife. <laughs> yeah. Welcome." And she's everyone in the good place is matched up with their perfect soulmate. So she obviously is with the other Eleanor's soulmate, yeah. uh, who is an academic philosopher. Ted Danson. Uh, no, no, Chitty, no, no, no. no. The character's name is Chitty. Chitty. 
Um, and he's the kind of person she would cross the street to avoid, basically. Because yeah. he's very serious, very studious, and very he's in the good place. He's a really nice guy. Um, and he figures out that she's not supposed to be there. And so he sets... He, he decides the ethical thing to do is to teach her to be good. So they actually have lessons where he stands at the blackboard. And they, you'd love it, because they discuss philosophy a lot. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, I have flashbacks to RSAable regularly. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there going, you've talked about Kant, where's Atel? Next. Um, it's great. It's so and Ted Danson, Ted Danson is well, the architect of the neighbourhood. Because obviously in The Good Place, everybody lives in a neighbourhood with people like them. So everyone can be happy. Um, and so he's the architect, and he's very concerned because things keep going wrong. There's, there's something wrong in The Good Place, and he's got to figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. Or, or we, these weird things are going to keep happening. And of course, she knows what's wrong. Yeah. It's her. Um, and it's just brilliant. It's endlessly inventive. It's so um, fun. How many seasons in? Uh, one and a half. One and a half. Oh, really? And they're all, they're, the episodes are like oh. 20 minutes, half yeah. hour long. So really? You can get through it. I thought it'd been running a lot. I watched the that, first season. I had horrifying flu, death, misery, illness. And I was like, what is this? I watched, and I put like the first episode on Netflix. I watched the whole season a day okay. to the twist. At which point, my wife walked through the door from work and I went, I've just seen the twist. We have to start it again because you must watch this. That's <laughs> wait, how wait, good it was. Wait, in sorry, one sorry, day. So the twist isn't that they're, they're dead. No, 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 no. There is another twist, which I'm not telling you what it is. Don't you, yeah. so it's, it's in the last episode. <laughs> it's in the last episode <laughs> like of season one, and I and yeah. I know what it is, and I wish I didn't. So I watched oh, okay. the whole thing, and I watched okay. it up to the twist, and I was like, "You must not see this. Go out of the room. I will yeah, yeah. start it from the beginning." So we sat down and watched it again, and I watched it all the way through in one go to the twist, and then I watched it all the way through knowing the twist, and the difference is vast. So really? don't wow. know the twist, go and watch so it. So the, twi- the twist happens when? And- right at the end of the Right at the season. end of the first season. So, first know, season. Yeah, okay. which oh. is like mm. nothing. because How many episodes a season? US 20-something? 20, oh, 20 no idea. No. Okay. Hang on, I'll check. Because a lot of US shows, it's 22, 20 No, it's not that long. Something I think it's like season. 12. Okay. It's not long. Because yeah, I, like I, I did it in a day. Right. Um, like... Okay. Whilst uh, coming down from some sort of slightly uh, <laughs> maybe if you hadn't have watched horrifying it, it being, you know, illness, through, it was uh, phenomenal. And, yeah, it's, I loved it. It's just the right. the endless the endless ways. The fact that I could watch it twice in one day tells you how short season one is. The, the, and and it, I got yeah. through it twice. I watched it from like morning till like what three, and then again from three o'clock until. I'm trying to remember the actress's name. Kristen Bell. She's 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 uh, Anna in Frozen, so like yes. that gives you the idea of like that's the whole picture that you're getting. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely, yeah. pure, wonderful. It's perfect. But, you know, keep banging on about Frozen, but Can you have to remember that she was. Oh, oh, there's the joke. Just edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, like you know, she was Veronica Mars, and like I think yeah. the character is more similar to the sort of attitude from Veronica Mars, but she is much more of an and it's brilliant this is brilliant you see like flashbacks to their life and there's this glorious moment which I often feel like doing she's walking down this aisle in the supermarket this like the crisps aisle and she just puts her arm on it puts the trolley and puts it on <laughs> just pulls all the crisps into her trolley and then picks up like tequila mix and you're like yes yeah. I understand why you're not meant to be in the good place but I am with you next time I go to Asda I will be doing just <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so just, what's it on Netflix you it's on Netflix <laughs> good you're rooting for it to be good um, yeah there are 13 episodes in the first season. Yeah. I'm looking at Netflix now. Okay. Um, 
But it's as I say, these are these are shot. Ted Danson is a bloody revelation. I've not seen Ted Danson in anything since Cheers, hmm. unless you count Three Men and a Baby, and I don't. Um, did he do Gulliver's Travel? He did. I yeah. didn't watch that. I saw him in Curb. Yeah. He's in Curb a few times. Um, Ted, Ted, I'd forgotten how and good CSI. Ted Danson was. I'd given up on CSI a long time before Ted Danson turned up. So many spin-offs as well. But yeah, he's great in it. He's great. And I also, um, Tahani, who is played by, please somebody help me, that amazing, uh, she's a radio presenter. Is she? Yeah, on one of the many BBC channels. I have heard of I, her. I, uh, hang on. Thanks. And she's great. There's basically, this, the other characters, obviously, you obviously meet the other characters in the neighbourhood, and she is the classic upper Jamila class. Jamil. Jamila Jamil. She's this, this classic upper class British, uh, very, very well off, does things for charity type person. She's one of those that's like, she's just wonderful and perfect and beautiful and amazing. I all five million times for charity. And that's why she's in a good place. And Eleanor has this amazing sort of, like love hate thing for her. She's just like, I hate you. And you're so perfect. And I can't cope with it. And it's just sort of brilliant. And like their relationship's great. And Janu, her soulmate again, like the relationship with him is great. And like yeah. this silent monk. And then, you know, it, it's- Cause she never shuts up. She doesn't stop talking, and he just is. It's phenomenal. <laughs> so another it's one great. sold. No, it is. It's, yeah. it's, it is. We got some watching to do. Fabulous. <laughs> we got some serious watching to do. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Really, it really, really, really is. Okay, that's where we're going to leave it for this week. Uh, you've heard our TV recommendations. Come back next week for our recommendations of comics and something that isn't a comic. Um, the choices might surprise you. Uh, some of them surprised me, if I'm honest. Uh, so, that's it. We'll see you, same time, same place, next week, when we'll see you at the gates. Thank you for listening. Thank you.